please. Friends, be seated. I had an acquaintance who is now among the ancestors, who was a surgeon and a collector of fine art. Once I visited this brother in Christ at his home as he was recovering himself from a medical procedure. His own parish was temporarily between priests, and so I brought him communion and anointed him for healing. As I was leaving my acquaintance's home, I paused to appreciate a painting hanging by his front door. It looks like a Jacob Lawrence, I exclaimed, as I saw what critics call the dynamic cubism of that Harlem Renaissance artist and his trademark bright splashes of color. My host smiled and replied, it is a Jacob Lawrence. That occasion remains the only time I have seen one of Lawrence's paintings outside a museum, and the memory always makes me smile. My late acquaintance was a skilled surgeon and a gifted teacher, and his deep appreciation for the visual arts was inseparable from his vocation as a healer. His medical training helped him to see details in paintings that others might miss, while his long practice of observing art made him more attentive to the bodies, to the persons who lay before him on examining or operating tables. Like many medical professionals, this man saw healing as an art that combined science with other disciplines, and he felt a kinship with artists who worked in other media. The reality that medicine and art, healing and beauty go together, that both seek wholeness and harmony, this reality rings true to me as we celebrate Luke, our patron saint, today. Luke is the patron not only of this and innumerable other parishes around the world, but also of both medical doctors and artists. As many of you know, it's no accident that this parish's motto is the art of living your faith. Faith, the willingness to dare, to leap into the unknown, trusting you'll be held up, Faith is a gift and a daily practice of medical professionals, artists, and disciples of Jesus Christ. Today's gospel presents healing as a blessing that has consequences not only for the person healed, but for the people around them also. In the promise God offered through the prophet Isaiah that Jesus came to fulfill, people who lack the basics they need receive hope. Chains fall off people who have been held prisoner, whether behind actual bars or by an illness like addiction. People with disabilities move freely, and there are a lot of ways to make that happen. Most of them involve changing the ways our society is organized. And anyone who has been a target of violence, whether physical, economic, or emotional, feels that burden lifted. Chris
Christians are called to live in ways that make this, this healing, this blessed freedom possible. Living into God's promise is an art, just as much as medicine, painting, or making music is. Working as part of a team, we observe a situation, we imagine what healing might look like in that situation, and humbly yet boldly daring to hope, we bring support and resources to bear. And sometimes, by God's grace, we get to witness a miracle, a miracle that reveals the resurrection, that reminds us that Jesus is alive with us and among us. True to our patron saint, St. Luke's actively seeks this kind of healing. I'll give you a couple of examples. First example, several members of our parish make up a faith team that walks with a re person recently, recently released from prison, helping this partner re-enter society and increasing his chances of staying on this side of prison walls. In a society where people who are incarcerated and people who have criminal records are often demonized and marginalized, the faith team's companionship and affirmation of our shared humanity are just as important to their partner's flourishing as any community resources they may help him access. St. Luke's members have been involved with this ministry for over a decade now, working with a total of about a dozen recently released partners. As one member of the faith team has told me, participation in this ministry has allowed our parishioners to feel closer to Jesus, who cares for all sinners, those of us who have been imprisoned for whatever reason, and those of us who have not. Our faith teams create space for beloved children of God to be in relationship with each other and to experience healing through those relationships. Parish Almoner Jan Freeman and I are currently trying a new experiment in how we distribute the rector's discretionary fund. And in case you're wondering what an almoner is, an almoner is someone who gives out alms or charitable gifts on behalf of a Christian community. Jan has been serving in this capacity since before I arrived at St. Luke's, and I'm so grateful to have her as a partner in this ministry. Since the month of June, we have been trying out this new way of working, which we're calling breathing space. Instead of waiting for someone to approach us with a financial need, such as an overdue water or electric bill that has ballooned due to late fees and interest, we're giving two of our local neighbors $500 a month each for 12 months to add to their household budget and use as they see fit. We're hoping that re receiving this reliable assistance for a year will give these partners breathing space and help these parents reach some of their goals for themselves and their families. Jan and I have discovered that it can be hard for people who are used to not having enough to realize they have been given a gift. One of our neighbor partners, a widowed father, 
struggled a little to understand that we were offering support every month for 12 months. He's dealing with a brain tumor and a cascade of related health concerns, and he's been piecing together social security disability payments, food stamps, and various other small sources of income. It was all just not quite enough for him and for his four children while he's dealing with his illness. But once he realized that Jan and I were offering this gift from the rector's discretionary fund, he blurted out, we pray he will. I've been journeying with St. Luke's for close to a year now. And so I know a bit about the healing that happens through this church's relationships. I see the care you offer each other, as well as the care you offer to neighbors who aren't members of our parish. And I hear the wonderings you express about how to extend that care, the potential for healing. Located where we are, so close to Hillendale School, Duke Hospital, and the Crowsdale community, we have a number of opportunities to artfully and caringly accompany our near neighbors in ways that could bring healing and hope to us all. Who knows how God might call us in the new year? Who knows the new ways in which God's promises may have been fulfilled by the time we celebrate the feast of St. Luke, physician and artist, next year. Let's watch, listen, pray, and respond in the holy hope of revealing more and more of God's beauty and wholeness in our neighborhood.